Good morning and welcome to PSJA Java Chat, your morning chat with your favorite PSJISD instructional technology integration specialist, where we discuss edtech tools and trends with invited guests and, of course, our morning coffee. In episode four of Java Chat, Palacios Elementary CIT Jeanette Mijares shares her tech story, discusses Nearpod, and her focus of using tech for her students, and explain how she has influenced teachers to integrate more technology in their teachings. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to our fourth interview, Java Chat with our own CAT in elementary, Jeanette Rodriguez. Jeanette, good morning. How are you doing? I'm very do I'm doing very well today. How are you all? I'm so excited to be here today. Awesome. We're excited to have you. I hope your pillow, like we were discussing, is not too upset with you this morning. <laughs> I can't make any promises. <laughs> That's, That's why we have the coffee. Yeah. That coffee Cheers. is <laughs> Let's start this conversation with the first question. Right. Tell us about your educational background. How do you become Jeanette Mijares, CIT at Berta Palacios Elementary? It's actually a really funny story about me because you were actually involved in the story. <laughs> so I started teaching eight years ago and Valentin was actually the CIT at our campus then. And so after the first year, uh, Valentin ends up moving to a different campus. And so I was offered the position of technology CIT and in my head, I'm thinking, well, I really have no idea what's going on. Like, it's my first year. It's my first year. I mean, in reality, all I owned then was like this old laptop or, I mean, iPad that was handed out by my sister and our campus laptop. And I mean, I really didn't have much knowledge other than what we had learned, like with trainings and stuff from Valentin. And so that's kind of how that started off. And so... When I started, it's funny because CIT then was very different than what it is now, like with all the tools that we have available, you know, back then it was like Mimeo and Flickers, it was all these like different things. And now it's evolved into this really, really crazy, like it's, it's a monster because there's so many things that we have available to us now that we didn't have then. And I think that's what's so neat that because technology is growing so much and it's evolving, we get to see all of that just come into play and then see how it benefits our students. And I think that's one of the biggest things where I've seen how it's beneficial for our students. And if we really like invest the time and like try to learn, because this is one thing I, I know everybody at school, they're like, well, since you're just so good with technology. I'm like, guys, I wasn't this way. Like, <laughs> a lot of the things that I know now, I didn't know before. And so a lot of the times I think that because technology changes so much, it becomes very intimidating for some people. And so that's why a lot of the times people are very fearful of where that comes from. And so um, being at our campus, I, I've just been really fortunate to have a really good group of teachers that want to learn and they want to be part of, you know, something better for their students. And so that's kind of how we've come because now we've been at it for seven years and uh, we've had a lot of great uh, opportunities to learn and to grow together because I know us as CITs, we are just this really big family that we were able to help each other all the time and like grow together. So that, and that's really fun. That's what, I think that's what I like the most about the position. So Valentine was the one that kind of expired, inspired you to yeah, get into definitely. the technology. Realm. Yes. And so I, would, I remember I would see him like running around like, hey, do you all want a training on Mimeos? Because lots, that's what we would have <laughs> back then. <laughs> you know, like come in, like connect the Mimeo, and, like do it really fast. I mean, those were just, you know, the things that we would see then compared to what we see now. I think it's what's so different. And and I think it's so fun because we've been able to learn a lot from each other. And I'm, I mean, I'm very grateful that Valentin gave me that opportunity, even though he had to move. But 
um, you just kind of spark that technology um, injection in there. So thanks, Valentin. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Jeanette. And actually, I'm not going to lie, just brought a lot of memories when you said mm-hmm. Vimeo and running around, because you're right. I'm like, I, I, I was always yeah. running around um, all the time. And it just reminded me that uh, we were in the TIFF grant also that first year that you were teaching and we had those CLCs before it was went district wide. And yeah. I was able to incorporate technology into those CLCs. That was really cool. Yeah, definitely. awesome. Thank you. Great job. Thank you for sharing. All right, Jeanette, let's move on. You answered pretty much your background in technology and your educational experience. So share with us your experience about using technology for instructional purposes. So I have this really cool story that I really like to share. And um, two years prior to COVID, uh, I worked with one of the teachers and her name is Ana Ortiz and she's now actually a counselor at McKeever. But um, we taught second grade back then. And so this was before like the one-to-one Chromebooks and iPads and stuff. And so I remember she is, she has the most amazing work ethic I've ever seen in somebody. And um, she she's she's a veteran teacher. So she'd been teaching for quite some time. And I remember we would, I would come home back then, you know, I wasn't married, I didn't have kids and I would come home and I was just always working. And I remember one time I would tell, I would tell Miss um, Ortiz like, I'm so tired of running around on Fridays. I think that's kind of like the one thing that really sparked. So, but back in the day, we didn't have these like read alouds to the kids where you sign into forms. And then it just, I mean, that wasn't a thing back then, but what, it, what was really big back then was were the QR codes. And so, I remember I, I I told her one time, I was like, there has to be something that we can do where we're not running around going crazy, like reading every single question to, you know, seven kids that have this accommodation. Like I'm exhausted by before lunchtime. And she's like, you're right. Like I, I'm so exhausted and I never thought of it that way. And so I remember I came home that day and I was on Instagram and um, I'm a very visual person, which is why I think I like Instagram so much. And it was like a really quick reel and it was this this girl that I follow, and uh, I think her name is like Miss West Best, and she talked about like the talk and comment uh, extension, and so you record yourself, and it would give you a link, and so then I thought, well, what if we get that link, we get a QR code for it, we insert it into our test, and then the kids will just scan it. But then I was like, but we don't have devices. And so I remember I, I I went home that day and I started like looking for all these devices that we had, like my brother's drawers and my sister's old drawers. And my mom like has like a comb brush, like a comb um drawer. And she had like devices old cell phones like in there. Old cell phones, whoa. Yes. And so it, I just grabbed a whole bunch of them. At the end, I think it ended up with like five old devices. And I told my sorties, look, we're gonna, we're gonna try this out, see how it works. And so I remember the first time, but what it would do is every time they would, the kids would, would scan the QR code, they would listen to it, but it would bring up like a link. And she's like, well, Jeanette, they're going to get so confused because all these links. I was like, no, 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 we're going to train them. They're going to they're gonna close the link and then they're going to take a picture again. I mean, it was madness back then. But I remember that it was so cool because at the end, I was like, they did all the work. I didn't have to do anything. Obviously, like back then, we still had to print the, the, the test, right? But... I mean, just going from having to running around and like going through every single student and like having them do all the work, I thought that's so cool. Like that's so cool. And so I remember she was so excited. She's like, I never thought of it like this. Like we just did something so easy. Like just scan the, just grab a link, put it on a QR code and then that's it. And I remember she was so excited. 
And so then she had also gone home and she had asked her kids for like old iPads that they had her husband. I mean, we just came out with all these devices from nowhere. And so now I remember I saw her the other day and I was like, remember when we were running around like taking everyone's devices because we didn't have any? She's like, it was so cool. And like, you would get like flimsy cases for them just so that the kids would be able to grab them on Fridays. But I think like things like that, I think it was really neat because you see how it evolved because now it's so easy. We just, we still use that application. We just put it on forums. The kids literally just click play and that's it. And I think that's so, so neat. And like, like, I think it goes back to like the evolution of the way we started to the way we are now and how you learn it based on your needs and like the kids needs, because at the end it's for the kids. So I think that's really cool. And I like the way you brought up um, like social media. You learned that from yeah. following on Instagram. So it's really important. Or if you're interested in technology and even other aspects of education to develop that personal learning network and social yeah. media is a good way to to follow people and get good ideas. Absolutely. Yeah, I totally agree. I liked how you, sorry, Jeanette, I know you can hear me, but I'm having yeah. technical difficulties. So um <laughs> But I like how you were talking about in this last question and then in the intro about like the evolution, right, of like where we were about how you being really resourceful and gathering devices just so you can get the kids going to where we are now. And you were talking about the role of the CIT and how it's changed from when you started to where it is now. And and you were talking about uh, Plickers and all these older apps that we I mean, they're still around, but we just don't use them as much. Yeah. So um in in kind of going in that uh, in that direction because um like you said it, it's different now than it was back then what is your favorite tech tool so far that you have utilized in your teaching i think i think for now i think i want to say it's nearpod and it's so funny because I, i'm part of curriculum writing and so the first year that we came that we ended up with nearpod we had just finished using pear deck and so I was in, I was in, um, I was in curriculum writing, and then Sanaida ended up connecting with one of the the ladies, the coordinators, and she's telling them how now we're gonna switch to Nearpod. And I go up and I was like, Sanaida, no, I just got used to Pear Deck. Like, why are you gonna do this to me? And it was so funny because um, at school, a lot of a lot of the teachers, the way they they you know the the way they get influenced is by the way they see it being done. Um, we're all very visual and, you know, as educators, we need to see it done because a lot of the times, you know, they present these amazing tools and they're like, well, how do I use it? Like, it's awesome, but, you know, how, where do I get the time and stuff? And so I remember that I was like, Sonata, no, why are you changing this to me? And so with Pear Deck, you're just adding, it, it was just basically adding a link on the bottom. And so with Nearpod, it's a little different because it adds like a whole another slide. And so my mind, like my my educator mind was like, no, this is too complicated. Why are we adding all these things? And it was just, I was just not having it. I remember that first day. And then as you start getting used to it, I'm like, okay, well, there's no other way of going back. Like I can't use Pear Deck because a lot of the, the tools were not gonna be accessible anymore. So then I had to change my state of mind and then I go to Nearpod and I'm like, holy moly, like this is awesome. Like it had so many different, um, tools available. And I think that's one of the reasons why I push Nearpod a lot at our campus now, because it's like, I tell them, you don't have to learn everything all over again. Like all these different things are in the same place. You have so many different options to be able to use with your students as compared to like, oh, you have to go through this website to do this. And I think that's one of the biggest things for teachers. Like, I don't want to have to go click every single place. Like I just want it in one location. And I think that's what's so awesome about Nearpod that everything is in one section and you can see that. Um, 
and it's all located in one and you have so many different options on there from like games that the, the kids are thinking like i'm just playing but it's actually really fun for them uh the virtual field trips those are really awesome um things like that that i told them like you have that accessible to you and it's all in one place so i told them like always go for nearpod when you know you really have nowhere else to or what else to do because it's really awesome you just use what you already know, which is Google Slides, because I mean, if you weren't used to PowerPoint, you're used to you, you kind of transfer over to Google Slides and it's all there. And so I think that's one of my favorites for that same reason, because you have so many options available in one location. So. That's awesome. I'm so glad that you're a, a Nearpod super user because um, it, it it is sometimes a little hard to pitch it because I think people uh, have this conception where it's like, Oh, you have to do this Nearpod where it's like 20 slides, and and you have yeah. to use everything. And and we we try to emphasize like, no, it could be like one activity. It could be yeah. like, mm -hmm. yeah. But uh, we really appreciate you using it and and promoting it at your campus. Yeah, no, definitely. Thank you so much for sharing. Yeah, and we love that you love Nearpod because in the district we use Nearpod, and yeah. I actually think that Nearpod is a little bit better than Peerdeck. It has a little more yes. stuff no. in it. Now I kind of kick myself because I was mad at the <laughs> changing over to Pear Deck. But it's yes, okay. but we learned about change and we strive with change and we learned yes. to love new things. And I yes. know that you use a lot of more uh, distinct different tools. Uh, you talked to, my, uh, to me about how much you like Flip as well. And yeah. and I thought you were going to talk about Flip, but I'm super, I'm happy that you <laughs> talked about it. <laughs> so tell us now. So we know. Technology is awesome and you've done really amazing work into trying to make like at the beginning grabbing those devices. I, I actually had images of you rummaging through everything <laughs> in your house. But we know that technology is not always 100% beautiful. It's like 99% beautiful. So tell us about some challenges that you have faced while using technology in your teaching, in your classroom and now in your IB coaching. Oh, okay. So one of the things that I'm like, oh, I always kind of scratch my head on this because I'm like, so I, I'm a really big fan of, of Mac. To me, it's just so easy because I just stream everything together. And that's just kind of how I've been able, like with my iPad and my computer and my cell phone, like to me, it was like, oh, I have to send myself something or I have to do this. And so with AirDrop, it was really cool, but there's a problem with me using those devices on it was it was on on new line and i would tell valentine like i hate this i can't do this it was so frustrating because it was always getting disconnected and so i'd be like on a roll and then whoop, disconnected and so then to me that was really frustrating because one of the, the things that i had pushed out to my campus was using um my my ipad for teaching so for at our campus now math is taught through an ipad i mean we don't have copies anymore like teachers just download it to their um to their good notes on their iPad and teachers are teaching from there. And so one of the things in the beginning, I would tell them being like, it's always disconnecting. How am I supposed to like teach with this awesome tool? And it's always disconnecting. And so the direct connection for that was really frustrating for me. But now that we have the montage app, I know it makes it a lot easier. But the only downside to that is if there's no Wi-Fi, there's no connection. And so so that was that was kind of like where I just kind of like, oh, I can't do this anymore. But that's part of the technology portion of it, you know, sometimes you, you get things to work and sometimes you're just going to have to work a little harder and do things a little differently. But um, I think that's one of the things where you have something really great going on. And then, I mean, it's not even your fault. It's just technology. I mean, there's just 
you know how it's it can be really really awesome things that are really really awesome sometimes they you know they fold a little bit and, and it's just part of it but i think that's just one of the things where i kind of like mm, i can't do this anymore because <laughs> <laughs> you know but i mean it, other than that i i mean i I know a lot of the teachers, they say it's just too much sometimes, like there's just too many different applications sometimes. And I get that, but it's like I tell them, don't worry about all of the things that I present to you. If it doesn't call you, then don't worry about it. Like just leave it off to the side, you know, strengthen one thing. And then, you know, it could take you one year to learn how to use flip. That's perfectly fine. Just worry about flip that year because as you start going on, because I know that can also be a really big frustration that I've heard it's just so much going on like how am I supposed to just get it all going and I totally get that um but you know it's just kind of like just be open-minded to it you know be an Ivy scholar and be open-minded to it and let it come to you let it call you um you know so I think those are the some of the things that I've seen that they either frustrate me or they frustrate others um per se that's I like what you tell your teachers that, you know, if it doesn't call to you, don't use it because mm -hmm. there is a lot of technology mm -hmm. out there and it doesn't call to everybody in every situation. Yeah. So yeah. they need to, you know, use what, they, what they're comfortable with. And of course, if they're not using anything, try something. Yeah, exactly. Right. Start somewhere. Start, Start somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> Start yeah. So no, perfect. Definitely. Thank love you. It, love that it. was beautiful. So how has technology changed your view in life and like your personal time? I, I think, you know, before it was so funny because I hated Siri. Like she was so annoying. <laughs> like, oh, she's always coming up and like my watch and everything. And it's funny because my my husband's not tech savvy whatsoever, like at all. Like something is busy here. I don't know what's going on. You fix it type of thing. And so, um, but one thing he uses is Siri. And so one thing that you need to learn about my husband, he has a very thick accent. And so... I would, I would hear him like running around the house like Siri put a timer my, my husband loves to cook out and so he like watches all these videos right and so he'll say like Siri put a timer for one hour and Siri put a timer for 10 minutes and I was like what is he doing like why don't you just put the timer yourself but it's so funny because just that one thing changes your whole dynamic and I was like honey why do you always use Siri she's so annoying it's like well, if my hands are dirty or something, I just tell her what to do. Like, she just does it for me. And I'm like, oh my gosh, that's so true. Like, I can literally tell Siri what to do and she'll do it for me. And I'm very forgetful. <laughs> like, I'm very forgetful. And I'm like, that's so true. Why don't I just put like a reminder or a note or something? And Siri will do it for me. I don't even have to worry. I'm the type of person that says, I'm going to text you and I'll think about texting you for a whole week and I won't text you because I had to text you that type of thing. So, so you, the fact that you I, remember when you're running around. In the yes. <laughs> yes. So, I mean, so then I'm like, that's so true. Like technology has so many ways to make our lives so much easier. And sometimes we're not even aware of how easy our lives can be because of it. And so I think that's one of the things that my not so very tech husband has showed <laughs> me that, I mean, you know, it's funny because I think like that's why I'm always late for something or I'm always forgetting something because I don't set reminders or alarms for myself. And if I just tell Siri what to do, Siri's going to do it for me and I'm not going to have that problem anymore. So, <laughs> so I think that's just one of the things. And you would think because I'm so big on technology that I, that's just one of the things that I would do, you know, like, well, just tell her what to do, Janelle. Like, you're so good at it. But it's just one of those things that I'm like, oh, she's so annoying. She's always coming up on my watch or on my phone. <laughs> <laughs> So, I mean, I mean, things like that, I think even, and it goes back to sometimes we kind of think that technology is like this massive thing, 
When in reality, it's like one tiny thing that you can use to make your life easier. And it makes a big difference in your own life. So I think that's just kind of the way I, I would, I would, um, I would answer that <laughs> question. Wow, I love that little quote at the end. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm, you know what? I am going to trademark. I need to write it down. <laughs> I, I actually need to write that one down. <laughs> Jeanette, I thought you were gonna say in the story that Siri couldn't understand your husband because of his thick <laughs> accent. Uh, yes, I was waiting for <laughs> that too. I thought the same thing too, and I was like, wow, like no, but she understands him very well. And I mean, and, and yeah. <laughs> that reminds me of the SNL sketch with Alexa. A platinum. I don't know if you saw it, Alexa Silver or something. There was an yeah. ex SNL sketch about three years ago, and they were making fun about like how uh, people older age and the silver age they forget things and they start calling Alexa Alize, uh, uh, Alicia, blah 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 blah. And oh, then Alexa was it. trained to recognize any word that was close to Alexa. I love it. Oh my god. <laughs> you need to watch it. It's, it's I'm, I'm going to have to look it up because I'm so yeah. interested in watching that now. Uh -huh. uh, okay, Janet, let's uh, go on to the next question. So um, I think back when, you know, when we were in school, maybe in high school and a little bit of college, we didn't use uh, nearly as much technology. I think at least I think when I started my first year, I was mimicking the way that I was taught which was like not too much technology it was like <laughs> oh there's an overhead take some notes and then we're gonna have this paper-based test you know but but you know as as we referred earlier as as the years have gone technology's kind of evolved and then it's become a lot more infused in the classroom yeah. well um COVID did a lot of that for us um so what what I want to know is um through the years, what has inspired you to use technology in your classroom? Um, either was it a way of teaching to make it easier for you? Was it a, a mentor? Was it Valentin? What inspired you to start using a little bit more technology in your own classroom? So I think a lot of it goes back to my students and their needs. Um, and I saw myself as a student. And like you said, back then we didn't have, um, you know, devices. In fact, uh, I went, I, I, I'm part of McAllen ISD. I was, I, I grew up my whole life being in McAllen ISD. So my, I leave McAllen ISD in my senior year. The following year is when they integrated all those iPads across the district, of course, right? Why would Jeanette get one? So, <laughs> so, <laughs> so, you know, and then I saw how um, it was really revolutionary for them because they had so many different things that they would have available. And so I, as a kid, I think I had a lot of like, like I didn't really understand a lot of the things. Uh, uh, to me, I was very visual. And back then, when you're just copying, it's not visual. You're just copying a bunch of notes. So I, I feel like I struggled a lot. And so then when I started teaching, I started seeing like, hmm, this is something that I need to change because I was a kid sitting in my classroom that didn't understand what was going on. And so then I started seeing like my kids need pictures. My kids need to feel like they they can they can touch it, they can see it, they can hear it, you know. And 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 I think that's something that's so important because they have so many different tools that they can use. And I get it. And it's not going to call on all of them all the time, you know. Like one video, it's not going to make a change for all of the students. But if it makes a, a change for at least one of my students then another thing that I do is going to change another state of mind. And so technology gives you that opportunity to reach as many students through so many different platforms, depending on the way you use it. And so even if it's through repetition, through a lot of like, I don't know, time to climb is for my students for, for, for vocabulary. If that's going to motivate my 
you know, my, my students are kind of sluggish in the back and not wanting to do it. But hey, if that's going to get them motivated because I can incorporate a picture on there or if I can, you know, bold words because they couldn't see the board, you know, all of those things, they it's going to help them. I'm going to use it because that's the way that they're going to learn and it's going to work for them because I think it's so unfair to think well, this is my way of teaching. And if you don't like it too bad, well, it's not going to work that way, you know, and especially because we have so much like we just talked about. There's so many different applications available, like let's use them and let's, you know, strengthen what they know and what they can do um, because we have that opportunity, especially now when we have one to one devices with our students and, you know, and 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 I and I know for some it's still just like, well, you take your test on the computer and that's it. And it's kind of like, well, they have so much more power than that. You know, they have so much that they have at the palm of their hands. Just use it like slightly start incorporating like one thing like, hey, you know what? Let's research this one one topic and you would be surprised at the things that the kids come up with. And then that's also being part of our IB section. You know, they, we want them to be inquirers and to go and like think for themselves and like dig deeper because kids are curious they're so curious and they want to just keep learning and what it might not necessarily be what you're teaching but they want to keep learning and I, and I think that's what's so important thank you very passionate that's what we love you Jeanette <laughs> <laughs> so the next question and we're gonna have to keep it short because we have about four minutes left but do you have any advice for a teacher that is reluctant to integrate technology in a classroom? Remember, I'm like some of the times that technology doesn't work and then we have those teachers that are like, oh, I'm done with this. What what would be that advice for those kind of teachers that are reluctant? I think it's find what you need. And 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 I say that because and, and it goes back to one of the previous answers that I had responded. I can give you all of the different you know resources available. But there's something that you need, regardless of how many years you've been teaching and how well those techniques have worked for you. There's one thing we all need. And so from there, and you also have to be very open minded because you would be surprised that, you know, you, you, you're kind of keeping yourself back from that. And when you're able to just kind of expand and it makes your life easier. And I think a lot of the times, you know, it, whether we like to admit it or not, you know, sometimes we're wrong and and it's just about, okay, what is it that you need and how is it gonna make your life easier so that you can be open-minded to start adding just one more tool, you know, even if it's till next year or to the year after, but you strengthen it and then you start adding more because I get it, it does get very frustrating, especially if you don't feel like you're confident enough to use those different things. Um, but when you start adding just like one more thing, but there's one thing we all always need, you know, every year it might be something different, you know, one year it might be with classroom wow. management. And one thing it might be, you know, with my reading strategies or with my math, you know, every time it's going to be something different. We all need something regardless of how many years of experience we have, but you always need one thing. And then once you find that one thing, ask whoever is super good with technology what you can use to strengthen it and to make your life easier. I think that's just the way we can go about it. Yeah. Yeah. And I like that you mentioned being open minded yeah. and then just trying it. Technology might not work perfect the first time you try it. it, it exactly. I'm going to tell you, it probably won't. But yeah. the more you use that tool and develop it, and you know, over the year, it will become yeah, routine for the students, and it will become easier. 
That no, that reminded me of the story you were just telling with Miss Ortiz. I'm like, and probably that was the situation with Miss Ortiz using the talking comment that way probably yeah. got her to use more technology too. So thank yeah, you. Yeah, she was open-minded to so many <laughs> other things from them yeah. because she realized the, the impact that it made on her and her students. And I think that's just what's so important. Awesome. Jeanette, what has been your proudest moment in utilizing technology? I think like going back now, and I think like sometimes Valentina will go, she's like, oh my God, your, your teachers are doing so much stuff with technology. And I don't necessarily see all the time because we're not in the classroom all the time. You know, I don't get the opportunity. I'm no longer in the classroom. I'm not teaching anymore, but I still don't have the opportunity to go and like go through everybody. <laughs> but it's so true because it's so funny because when we have new teachers into come in our, our campus and we say like, oh, well, math is on our iPad. What do you mean? Math is on the iPad. They all freak out. But because it's so <laughs> normal for us, you know, it's like, yeah, everybody's just calling. Yeah, you know, just get out on your iPad, <laughs> you know. And then I think that's so cool because I know that that's something mm -hmm. I was able to bring up to them, and they were able to learn. And and you see, you go around sometimes, and you're like, oh, Miss Martinez, you're using this, and she's will like just run with it. And you know what? Maybe I just planted a little seed, and then they just take off from there. And I think that's what's so important. And it's like I tell them, you need to play with it in order for it to work, because I can show you all of the ways to use it. But if you don't play with it, you're not going to it's not going to work. And so that's just kind of like the the mentality that I try to instill in them, like, here, look, try this out. And then from there, you know, it's it's kind of like when you go into loopholes and on Instagram or on TikTok and you end up like, what? It's same thing when he, you start learning about different tools on 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 technology. And yeah, this, yeah. Awesome. Planting that seed. That's that's yes. And, yeah. le and having them visualize it. That's when yes. people see it and that it's going to work in their classroom. Perfect. Absolutely. Yeah. Do we have enough time or? Yes. For sure. Go question? right ahead, Marco. Go ahead. Okay. Give me. All righty. So, um, this is our last question. What do you think? Oh, I think we kind of we we've known you uh, for a good little while. So we I think we we uh, we have our own perception of this question, but we want to know from the source here. What do you think sets you apart from other educators? Um, I don't know. I mean, I, I really can't like put myself in that like other educators, but I think one of the things that I always do is put myself in their situation. I think that's what's so, so important. Like I always put myself in that situation. Like what if I was me? Cause, and, and you know, it's funny because sometimes you get like, oh, what do you mean? You don't know what to do. Like, you know, sometimes, and it sounds really bad, but you've done it so many times. And you're like, well, what do you mean? You don't know how to do that. And I've always had to like, okay, I know how to do it, but I've done it thousands of times. This person has never done it. And so that's why they're asking, you know, if, if they knew how to do it, they wouldn't be asking me. And so I always like, okay, where are they coming from? I think I always like put it in that perspective. Like where are they coming from and why do they need to know this? Because that's going to help me go back and help them a lot better when I'm approaching them and like helping them out. And I think that I feel I feel I'm very approachable, <laughs> you no. know, I, I, I don't want to make it to where technology is like this big, scary thing that they just don't want to ask you. And it's funny because I'm like, miss me, miss me hottest. And I'm like, yes. And so then, the, the, you know, that's where they start to feel like it's because this is, and then they just go off and I'm like, that's perfect. Look, let's go help you out. Let's, let's see where it's coming from. Is it, is it just this or just that? And, and I think that's kind of where you just make it to the point where you can, find yourself in them and how you were back then when you first did it to be able to help them out. Cause I think that's one of the, the biggest things for me in technology is helping teachers out. That's, I feel like that's my position to help them out until 
help them expand their knowledge, but I have to put myself in their perspective before I can actually help them. So that's yeah. awesome because sometimes we think like since we know it, yeah, we think people might be at a higher level of no of knowledge yes, than what they exactly. are. So I like that that you're able to put yourself in their shoes, yeah. basically. Yeah. And I envision it yeah. as as a teacher with their students. Like you need to understand that the reason they are asking you the questions is because they don't know. Yeah. So we, we take things for granted when we know something that everybody should know. Like like a language. Like some people that speak Spanish might think but take for granted words that people don't understand or any other language. Like things like Absolutely. awesome, yeah. great perspective. Thank you so much. This is the end of our Java chat. You were amazing. Yay. Great, great information. Yes. Thank you for sharing with us. We're going to be bedazzling the video and sharing it out to the masses. <laughs> and you make us so, so proud, Jeanette. You seriously always go above and beyond. And you know, I'm like, I, we know that you're very, very busy all the time. They keep you busy. Thank you for being an amazing CIT. No, and thank you guys for all your help because I mean, we are not the CITs, we are on our own. You know, it's a big, it's a big family, it's a big community. And I know all the CITs out there listening, I know we like bombard you with each other's <laughs> uh, messages sometimes on our chat, but it's, it's just so great that we have those communities that are able to, you know, help each other out. And like so many teachers and they're so talented and they have so much knowledge. And I think that's just so great that we're able to share that. And, and you're all are able to, you're the ones that are making this happen because you are able to bring us all together and like bring so much more knowledge. So thank you guys as well. Thank you so much.